Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back, friend. Welcome back to Brie, right? Because I'm the one who's been gone for a while. <laughs> like for real. But either way, you guys, like I am just so grateful that you all decided to come through and allow God to use me in your lives. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, you guys. It's such a blessing. And thank you guys for being patient with me. I have been gone for for a minute. I'm completely aware of that. Time has gotten away from me. Uh, just to, to give you guys a quick update, I have um, moved. I've been moving, like, place to place to place to place, like, um, just for just whatever reasons, right? Um, also, I started working. So I'm working now, like, part-time. And, y'all, I've been super emotional. I don't like to get on here, and I'm not going to get on here if my mind is clouded and I'm under attack. Like, I can't, I can't speak into you guys' lives. I can't even allow God to use me when I'm in those situations. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to speak to you guys, and I don't have a clear mind. So it's just been a lot, just to keep it real. Right now, I'm good, though. I'm good. And so I'm here to got to give you guys a word. Um I don't know. I just feel like maybe it's because I don't know. I don't know. I like the warfare has been so great just thinking about it. But anyway, y'all, um I'm here. So today's word is about love defeating the enemy. Okay? Um this word is specifically for spouses that are standing in their marriage and you're waiting for God to restore. Um, like I said before, really the word of God can be applied to any parts of your life, you know, wherever it will fit in. If God um, speaks to you and you take this word to God, right? Because we always have to make sure that this word is for you and, and for your season that you're in right now, whatever it is, like it can still apply. But when God gave me this word, I know that he was talking about um marriages um for the most part um so also let me see <sighs> um god has given me this word a while ago a while ago and um he lately it just kept coming up like love 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 like he even had me read like the entire book of like first john which talks a lot about love and um even i think you everything everybody knows first corinthians chapter 13 that's like the book of love right love is like it just tells you everything that love is and the one thing i really don't like is like long suffering right that's where most of us are right now is like this long drawn out suffering like jesus where are you like what's up right <laughs> So um, I've had so many different confirmations regarding this, this word, and I'm going to fill you guys in on everything. But first, as you guys know, I have to open up in prayer, and then I'm going to give you guys some supporting scriptures on this word as well. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for today. We thank you guys so much for just keeping us in this season, Lord. This has been one hectic season but God we have grown so much not only growing in strength in ourselves but um 
strengthening our relationship with you, depending on you, learning to look to you for everything in our lives. And we just thank you. Father, we thank you that you and only you are on the throne, on the throne of our hearts, Father, in the name of Jesus. Right now, Father, I come to you asking you to speak through me today. Right now, Father God, as I speak to your people, I pray, Father God, that you anoint my mouth so only the words that you want me to say will come forth in the name of Jesus. Um, I come against every attack that tries to um, block this word, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Um, and I also humble myself before you and your people. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. So God gave me, he led me to Judges um, chapter 4, verses 18 through 21. Uh, you guys should read the whole chapter, um, but I'm going to fill you guys in real quick. So in Judges 4, there was a war against this enemy, uh, the enemy Sisera. I don't know if I'm saying the name right. <laughs> Sorry, but Sisera and his troops, right? So Deborah, and I love Deborah, right? She's a woman, like a prophet, a judge. She's a leader, right? And a lot of people don't really... Like, I didn't know about this woman until maybe, like, last year. But um, she's ins inspirational. Like, she inspired me so much where... Y'all, I'm getting off topic. Um, just just read about Deborah. Read about Deborah. <laughs> Especially you ladies. Read about Deborah, right? So Deborah led Barack's troops um, into war to defeat the enemy. Sisera, he ran to JL's tent to hide because he was targeted. You know, obviously, you got people coming for you. They chasing you. So he went to hide, um, not knowing he was in his enemy's, enemy's tent, okay? Um, but little did he know, he ran into the wrong home. JL was partnered with Deborah and Barack, okay? So believe that the enemy that ran, this is what God is saying, the enemy that ran into your home was a setup. God knows you got this, Okay. The enemy literally picked the wrong household because you are the right one. We are the right one to defeat this war. So I'm going to read this scripture to you guys. Um, and then I'm going to just give you guys uh, the revelation God gave me. So verse 18 says, JL went out to me, sister, and said to him, come into my tent, sir. Come in. Don't be afraid. So he went into her tent and covered and she covered him with a blanket. Please give me some water, he said. I'm thirsty. So she gave him some milk from a leather bag and covered him again. Verse 20 says, stand at the door of the tent, he told her. If anyone comes and asks you if there's anyone here, say no. But when Sisera fell into sleep, asleep, sorry. But when Sisera fell asleep from exhaust, exhaustion, I cannot talk right now. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> J.O. quietly crept and, um, crept up to him with a hammer and tent peg in her hand. She drove the tent peg through his temple and into the ground. And so he died. Now, I know that part, that's super graphic, right? Like, what? That's in the Bible? Y'all, read the Bible? You're going to be surprised. The Bible's a good read. Like, it's not even just about the word, but... Um, they have some juicy stories like drama i know me i like to watch drama all this stuff like y'all the bible is pretty entertaining so but anyway god is saying right in these scriptures god is, is saying 
Don't show the enemy your cards. Okay, whatever instructions God has given you, don't let the enemy know what your next plans are. If we look, we see that JL, she she just doing whatever this man said for the most part, as far as he knows. Oh, he wants some something to drink. Don't tell him. Okay, she like, she ain't saying nothing. Okay, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But she already knew what she was going to do. Okay, don't show the enemy your cards. And then God is saying, love the enemy. Love the enemy so God can defeat the one the enemy once and for all we know that um god is love so i don't know if i can explain that anymore (laughs) sorry you guys okay so god is telling us again um i said that already love love our enemies notice okay so jl knew that this was the enemy but she did not attack him right away she loved on him she loved on him. She gave him her best. He asked for water. She gave him milk. You know what I mean? And for me, when I'm thinking about um, milk, I mean, would be, I don't drink milk, but I would imagine milk being better than water. You feel me? So she gave him her best. God is saying, give your enemy your best. Um, Proverbs in the supporting scripture to this word as well. Proverbs 25, verse 21 through 22 says, If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For so you will heap coals of fire on his head, and the Lord will reward you. You guys, I say this all the time. The things God asks us to do, it will not be popular to the world. (laughs) People will look at us funny. Even ourselves, we look at ourselves funny. Like, what are you doing? I've asked myself that so many times, Brie. Why, why are you doing this? This doesn't even make sense in our natural minds, right? If somebody's being petty to you, if someone's treating you a certain way, if you know someone doesn't like you, it's not really natural to our flesh to do something nice for them, to go out the way for them, to give them our last, to give them our best, let alone even attention, okay? <laughs> but God is saying, remember God says, it's a narrow gate. It's the narrow gate that leads to life, leads to life. So that means everyone's not going to be doing what God says. Just they're not. Okay. God has been telling me for a few days as I've been wrestling with his instructions um, because they don't make sense to me. They don't make sense to me at all. But God keeps instructing me to do things that put me in a vulnerable place. And I don't like being vulnerable. I don't like, especially to someone who's not, I'm not okay with someone who I can't trust. Like, and it's not vulnerable, like in a not so wise way. Like I'm not setting myself up really to get burned so much um, because there's a balance. And that's what I learned in the kingdom. There's a balance. So what I mean is like, hmm, if I can explain opening myself up enough to show the love of God but I'm not opening myself enough for you to get close to me you won't know like JL right you're not going to know my moves you're not going to know what my next steps are you're not going to know any of that but will I talk to you yes will I be cordial to you yes will I show you the love of God yes and pray for you sincerely pray for you yes so thank you Jesus so it's like that is it's that type, type of balance but still right I'm still learning that it it's not 
so easy for me yet to be in these vulnerable places to even want to do these things. Like I said, y'all, I, I go back and forth with God. Sometimes I try to ignore God like, oh, he didn't tell me that. <laughs> I didn't hear him just tell me to do something like blah, blah, blah. Like, nope, not me. Okay. But what God is doing is he's humbling me. If we think about it, when God tells us to love our enemies, that is really um, humbling. And why is it humbling? Because it's our pride that doesn't want to love our enemies. It's pride. That's all it is, is pride. Why, why should I be cool with you? Why should I do this to you? Why should I do this for you? Should I say? Like, you know what I mean? It's pride. And every single time God has me do that, y'all, it hurts my flesh so much. It hurts my flesh so much. And I'm like, the more you do it, the easier it will get. I'm going to just tell y'all, I'm right there with you. If you suffering and you struggling with doing this, you are not alone. I'm not going to sit here and act like I got it together because I don't. I truly don't. But it's it's a humbling thing. At the end of the day, when we do things, it should be for God. Think about it like that. I'm going to love on this person because for God. Because God told me so. It ain't got to be nothing further than that. It doesn't. <laughs> you know? So that's my mindset. Um... And being obedient to him, being obedient to the Lord, um, it also has me feeling like a fool plenty of times, especially lately. Um, what God tells us, right? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. This is what God is reminding me. When I'm doing something that may make me look foolish, an example would be, uh, I remember one time God told me to call my in-law and tell them, I'm sorry for the way I, um, what text, whatever. I'm sorry for the things that I said to you, right? Y'all, when God told me to do that, I'm like, why? And Lord, you know what it was. Because honestly, you guys, my heart isn't for drama. I'm not someone who's about animosity. I'm about peace. But, you know, Obri. <laughs> When you get to a certain place or you get to the certain point of just disrespecting me, then I'm done. Okay. Then I, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna let you have it. Okay. This is how I feel. Boom, boom, boom. And no, I, I wouldn't say it in a loving way, but it's like, I let you slide for so long. Right. That's what it was. It wasn't me. It was them. And they got what, that, that's just what happens. Right. God said, go back and apologize. That was probably one of the hardest things I had to do. Like, one of the hardest things that I had to do. I had to go back and apologize. And guess what, y'all? I, I didn't get an apology back either. So I'm over here just open looking like a fool, right? And God had to remind me, your enemy, and this is a word for y'all too, okay? Your enemy is not your husband, is not your wife is not your in-laws, is not your boss, it is not your kids, is not your friends or even strangers. They are not your enemy. Your enemy is behind the face of these people. The enemy is using these people. Literally, it's, li y'all, relearning this, and I'm praying to, to the Lord like, God, let me see the demon. Let me see the demon and not them so I don't have to 
Um, so I don't feel that temptation of responding in my flesh. God, let me see that it's the enemy, right? Because I'm telling you, like, look, it makes perfect sense that if your husband or your wife is yelling at you, cussing at you, cheating on you, doing all this stuff, it is natural. It is a thousand percent natural for you to respond to what you're experiencing. It is a thousand percent. But this is what God is saying, right? We are spiritual, like we, this flesh, this ain't going, this is not eternal. Okay. This is just in the natural. The enemy just uses people just like how God can use me right now to speak to you guys. The enemy also can use people to attack you, to get you um, off course, to get you off focus, to get you whatever. It is the same exact thing. And y'all, this is a game changer really remember that and this is a word for me too i had to remember that okay um so like i said this word is new it's not new right it's not new but god had to really sit me down and humble humble me and have me accept this word because y'all for me at least i know this is the last little bit before break like the manifestation before me experiencing the manifestation like I know that my blessings are like right there like I can reach it and that is why it's been so difficult for your girl to just I guess live this word out really live this word out y'all don't know I've been through so many attacks because of this word and when stupid stuff happens to me guys like love 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 your enemy Okay, love your enemy. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you guys the different ways that God had um shown me this. Okay, so first thing was I felt this urge, right? This is how God speaks to me. I'll get like a sudden urge of something, like maybe it's like call your mom or uh, text your husband this, or in this in this situation, God told me to go back home. So I was living in um Airbnbs and whatever because I needed to be separated from my husband. And so God told me to go back home. I felt the need to go back home. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I didn't know if it was God, right? I don't just take one little feeling and then run with it. I'm not, I feel like I'm not that confident yet. I'm still like Gideon, like God, confirmate, confirm that, confirm that. I need you to confirm that one more time just to make sure. So sure enough, he did, right? So I prayed, right? Then I saw these prophecies um, about God asking people to do things that, um, excuse me, excuse me, God has been asking people to do things that it uh, that do not look right in the natural. And so for me, I know God told me to separate myself from my husband for a little bit, right? I know that I know that I know he said that. So when I felt the the urge, the when I felt like God told me to go back, I'm like, but that's contradicting, right? And I wanted to make this point too, that God can tell you to do something, right? And you don't know what, when, how, who, whatever, what, like you don't know anything. You just know he told you to do that. You do that thing. And whenever he says, he may tell you to go back and do something else. It's very important that you get the confirmation though. Because God is not contradicting. But what I've learned is like, God may tell me to do something right now. And then he may tell me to do something different later. 
because there was something I needed to get or something that I needed to do or something like there's what did my friend said my friend said um how did she say it there are um lord help me there are things that need to happen oh yeah there are things that need to take place first right so i i don't know what book i was reading but god would tell prophets to do stuff that's like what what like crazy stuff go over here so if god tells you walk straight okay okay now then go back two steps right okay now make a left right here okay now turn around and, and do a 180 and go back and and jump two times okay now go back to where you start like when god told like this is where i am if god tells you to do something you just do it but i mean like for me i just have to make sure so when god told me to leave and i was gone for about 21 like a total of 21 days um, and then he told me to come back. I was just like, I don't know. So this, hearing these words on YouTube, and there were multiple, y'all, multiple prophecies. So I was cleaning the bathroom, and I was just letting this playlist just go. And, you know, sometimes YouTube would pick random people on who to speak. So after I finished one video, another person's video popped up talking about the same thing just things not looking right things not making sense in the natural so i'm like <sighs> okay god like you know but i don't know like i don't know if this word is for me though right so i prayed again right so then god said to me he says so plainly you are he, this is what he said y'all he said you are expecting me to restore the marriage the way you want me to when i never told you how God never told me how he was going to restore my marriage. All I know is right now, because, you know, we prophesy in part. We don't know. Boom, boom, boom. We don't know A, B, C, D. God may show you B and Z, but you don't see nothing in between, right? So in my mind, I'm thinking it's going to look like this, like this, and like this, right? Um, but God is like, no, you're over here filling in the blanks yourself. And that is what kept me from resisting. That is what kept me from accepting that word that I heard the first time. Okay, then y'all, here it goes. I got this email. I got this email. Oh, snap. Hold on, y'all. So let me go uh, pull up the email and I'm going to read it to you. So this is from a man named Marcus. Well, let me read it. Let me, I don't want to mess his name up. But I asked his permission if I could read his. Oh, his name is Maurice. I'm so sorry. His name is Maurice. He emailed me this right on time, y'all. I promise you. I was like, wait, 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 Lord. <laughs> this is for the marriages. I'm telling y'all. Like, God is speaking um, to the marriages. Let me see. So his name is Maurice Cook. He's a subscriber. He's been a, a, a subscriber for a while. And so, yeah, I asked his permission if I could read this, okay? So, I'm going to read the meat of the email. Just so y'all know, this was another confirmation. So, he says, hello, sister in Christ. I thought for a few days now on if I should release this. I feel confident in Christ. This is something the body needs to know. During my fast, the first night of 40-day, 40 40-night 40 fast, I had a dream. I went to meet my wife at a house. 
After we talked a bit, I told her we had to go. So she followed behind, she fo- she's following behind me. I noticed this old man following us with a sack on his back. I noticed he's moving with ease with this sack. I start to walk a little faster, holding my wife's hand. Still, this pale old man is following us. I don't rush her. I gently say, we have to hurry inside. We make it in. I see the old man um, still coming as I'm fumbling to lock the doors. I manage to get both doors locked in time. The old man steps on the porch. I can see him through the doors. Um, it's like he tried to put a spell over my wife. She had a strange red mist around her. She went to the door and tried to open it. Normally in the past, I would have been mad and given a strong rebuke asking what did she think she was doing. As God has dealt with me and how I responded, how I respond to my wife and see her, I just gently stepped between her and the door and embraced her with a deep hug. Y'all, he said in the dream, he stepped in between her and the door right and embraced her with a deep hug this is like interceding interceding for your spouse and loving them right deep hug okay the spirit i'm about to finish so then he says um the spirit or the spell right lifted off of her now this seemingly harmless old man turns into what appears as a goblin with tattered old clothes and his big sack he is now angry with me, okay? And then he um, he says, now pay attention to what he says in these words that I write. This is what I believe the Lord has revealed to me um, that we are dealing with in the spirit. You, This is what the little demon thing said, okay? You think you have won. You think you have beaten me. There are plenty more who will let me in and I will begin to do just as I have always done. He sticks his arm through the door as if he wants to knuckle bump me and says, I will meet again. Without saying a word, I just looked at him sternly and shook my head and said, no, we won't. This will be our last time. <sighs> you guys, you guys. So it goes back, right, to um, to the, hold on, sorry. This goes back to what I was originally saying. Okay, loving, loving, love your spouse, love on your spouse. That is going to drive that demon out. Just like JL, hold on, I'm going ahead of myself. Okay, so then, right? So after that email, that was like the third or fourth confirmation. Then my son had a dream, you guys. My son had a dream that a stranger tried came into our home. Okay, and my son was beating up the demon. But how he was beating up the demon was with the word of God. He said he was speaking in tongues. He's yeah, he was speaking in tongues and um calling on the word of God, speaking the word of God. Okay. So God has sent me back home, right? Sent me back here to finish this war, but differently through love. Just like this um this man said, uh Marie said, like through strong rebukes. That's how I used to fight the enemy. That's how I used to come against my husband. Right? But what we need to be doing is loving. Loving our spouses and speaking the word of God. Okay? God is love. So, 
No, we are not actually stabbing people in the head, okay? It's not that gruesome because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We take headshots to the enemy through the word of God and loving the enemy out of our spouse. That enemy is going to run because the enemy cannot stand in God's presence. God is love. You understand? It makes perfect sense, okay? This means, like, how do we do this? Because this is my prayer. God, how do I do this? God has told me, accept where your spouse is for now. Accept where your spouse is for now, but expect God to deliver them when he is ready. Something we keep forgetting is all this is time. My friend, she's been saying timetable, timetable. God has a timetable. Everything is going to be done in a, at an appointed time. Things have to be done in order to get to a certain place. If God is instructing you to do something, go on ahead and do it. Even though it doesn't make sense. There, it makes perfect sense in the spirit. It makes perfect sense to, to God. We don't know what, what's happening. Okay? Um, what else? He said, oh, God said, love them the way that they are. And that will provoke change because God is love and his love is so powerful. So then God had to remind me of when God accepted me when I was dirty. God didn't wait till Bree was ready to, he didn't wait till I was done masturbating. He didn't wait until I was done watching porn. He didn't wait until I was done smoking weed and, and drinking every day. He didn't wait for that. He said, I want you now. I want you the way you are. And that's what God wants you to love your spouse the way they are. This is how you, you drive that enemy out. Don't tell the, the enemy what you're doing. Just do it. JL was silent during the war. <laughs> Go ahead and fall asleep. Catch the enemy off guard. And that's something else I've been speaking is confuse the enemy, Lord. Confuse the enemy. He's not going to understand why you praising God. Your husband, your wife didn't cuss you out. They sitting up here doing stuff that's just off the chain in your face. Just pure disrespect. I'm raising my hand right now because I've been through it all. Pure disrespect. It's the enemy. It is the enemy. Okay. We are not perfect patty. Um, when we were not perfect patty when we gave our lives to God. Okay. We were filthy. We were covered in sin, but God still wanted us. Um, I think I said that already. I'm sorry, you guys. So don't push your spouse away because of their filth. God will um, not only cleanse them, but he's making them new. God is not going to send your spouse. If God told you he was going to restore your marriage, bet, 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 bet everything. I guarantee you, God is not going to give you your spouse the same way that he or she was. He is not. He is not. That is not even his character. He is not. He's not going to do that. Okay? Allow your spouse to see God when they see you. I've spoken this before. That's in um, 1 Corinthians 7, chapter 7, verse 14, I think. Uh, <laughs> so then, y'all, look. I told y'all God gave me this word, and I was still not trying to accept it because of that pride. I didn't want to come back to my home. I didn't want to face my husband. I didn't want to, I didn't want to deal with him, to be honest. I'm like, God, because in my mind, God, you going to have him repent. He, I had this whole little skedaddle, this whole little script in my head that I wanted God to follow. God 
flat out checked me and said, do you not trust me? Because where I was, he's told me, he checked me. He says, double-mindedness. You're being double-minded. Okay, which means you're unstable in all of your ways. That's scripture. God had to sit me down. Okay, being double-minded and having confusion, that is not from God. If you feel like that, if you're thinking that, if your mind is being attacked, that is not from God. That is the enemy. That is the enemy. And that doesn't, we don't blame that on our spouses. We don't blame that on our situations. That's a us thing. That's a, 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 a you problem, a me problem. And God needed me to pray. And that's why God asked me, do you trust me or not? Because it comes down to, do you trust? Do you trust? Do you believe or not? It's one or the other. God is not lukewarm. And that's exactly why my podcast is called, it's black or white. It's black and white. I'm sorry. It's black and white, which is a, a phrase of just like, it is what it is. This is what it is. There is no in between. There is no gray areas. There is no lukewarm. There is no middle. You don't get to sit sit between two fences. Do you trust God or do you not? And this was a, whew, this was a rebuke to me because I was like, dang, Bree, you are being double-minded. Bree, you don't have faith in God. You, you aren't trusting God. It is an everyday decision to intentionally trust God. Because, I mean, we, obviously we live in a world where we see things, we experience things, we feel things. But that's when we got to be glued to the word of God. <sighs> okay, so if you've been like me, okay, where one minute you're ready to be a wife, the next minute you're ready to be divorced, you're being unstable in all of your ways and God is asking, do you trust me or not? Okay, God also gave me this revelation about Jesus and how, you know, Jesus knew he was going to be sacrificed, okay? He did not see God's plan all the way through. Like, I, he was a, in human form. So what I believe, when what I received from that, if Jesus being human, meaning he's experiencing everything we experience, he sees, he feels the things that we see and feel, okay? But despite how he was treated, despite what he went through, despite what he saw um, or seen, I should say, um, he still obeyed God and he never doubted. But here, Bree, here I am. <laughs> you know, God showed me who my husband was going to be. God showed me us ministering and having a church together. He showed me all that. But because I don't see any of that, I don't see not a speck, n- nothing, nothing nothing and then i think uh what's her face um zay hudson i watched a video and she was talking about um it was another convicting word (laughs) it's a convicting week for me y'all where god was saying like why do you need a miracle why do you need to me to prove to you that i'm gonna do this well we should just trust him we should just trust him and if you are like me and you're in a place where you know god you've been speaking this whole time and then now all of a sudden you're not that is a sign that God has elevated you. <laughs> like that means you are at a level where God shouldn't have to show you everything. God was spoiling me. He showed me everything and that's what built my faith. And then now I'm here on this other level and I'm like, okay, God, well, you're telling me to do this, but why? He ain't telling me why. He don't tell me why no more. I told you, now just do it. Now he may confirm it, 
<laughs> but he's not going to tell me why. Okay. Um, so last but not least, um, another thing I wanted to add is I recommend you guys when you're praying, rebuke the Jezebel spirit, rebuke the spirit of, uh, Leviathan as well. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much all that I have today. Um, to keep it black and white, God is saying love will defeat the enemy. And remember who the enemy is, right? Love your spouse so much that you return and attack with love. That's how you're fighting is with love, with God's word. Okay, with God's love, with his presence. Okay, this is absolutely easier said than done. I'm raising my hand again. <laughs> um, but this is a now word for even myself. So I'm right there with you. As you guys know, I'm always in the mix with y'all. On the battlefield with y'all. <laughs> Literally, I'm right there with you guys, okay? Um, but God is saying, like, we have to get out of the way. Allow God to fight the enemy for us. Another way for you to be in the way is being in your emotions, don't be so stuck in your emotions. Understand your emotions are not, I don't want to say they're not real. They're not permanent. Our emotions, they change so much. You know what I mean? Like, but I notice like sometimes when I'm in my feelings, it prevents me from hearing from God. It prevents me from being the best that I can be. Instead of remembering, staying focused, like, okay. Somebody offended me. I have a choice to accept that or not. Um, yes, it's another day. My marriage is still here, but I have a choice of how I want to be. It's it's still a choice. Okay. Um, so yeah. Well, so I want to say, yeah, but yeah, God is fighting the enemy for us and he will check your spouse better than you can i promise understand and i think that's something too is like we feel like especially when we've been walking this walk with christ and we feel like okay people are just getting away with stuff y'all friend friend they're not they're not getting away with anything it looks like it it looks like it but they're not there's a story in the bible and um don't quote me I don't remember, but there was this, this story in the Bible where something, someone did something. I want to say it's David. I don't remember who. Just just focus on the on the meat of the story, not so much of the person. Okay, but this did happen. So in this in the Bible, there was a story where someone did some. They offended somebody. They crossed somebody, right? And they crossed the king. Cause let me just say that. Someone crossed the king. I think it was David. David did not retaliate. I don't know if it's because God told him not to or he just was like, okay, cool. Like, that's a mental note. I don't know what happened. But then when he was like on his deathbed or something, like right before he died, he told like his son, um, before I leave, I need you to go handle such and such. Like, go handle that. Like, I think go kill him or something. Right. He didn't get away. Like the point is he didn't get away with it. It went like this so much time passed, but he still got his. And that's what I'm saying. Like maybe we don't see things when we want to, but you will see like it will happen. No one gets away with anything. And God forbid 
somebody passes away. I mean, let me just stop because I can't speak. I don't know how God works, but I do know that people don't get away with doing evil. Um, also making sure your heart posture is right, because say, for example, nothing bad happens to the person who hurt you. Let me just put my stuff out here. So pretty much the stupid stuff that I've been experiencing in my marriage, right? I believe something's going to happen to my husband for him to repent, right? There's going to be something he may not like that he may experience that's going to get him to a place of repentance, maybe. I don't know. But at the same time, because I told y'all that book of Jonah had to check me. At the same time, if my husband came to me today and repented for everything, right, and really turned his heart and changed his mind and decided to be um, who God wanted him to be, you guys, I still wouldn't want anything bad to happen to him. I wouldn't be like, yeah, that's cool, but I still want to see you fall. Like, so make sure your heart is right. But what I'm saying is, listen, something still happened. What happened? There was a great, like, my husband still has to humble himself. And y'all know, humbling is by itself is like, ugh. You know what I mean? It's still something. You know, like, it, it's still not a, a comfortable thing, like, Killing your flesh. That's what you have to do when you humble is you're killing your flesh. So what I'm saying is something's going to happen. Whether that person repents by choice, right? You know what? Maybe God convicts them or they come and repent because of judgment. So you witness a fall. You witness something happen to them for them to come to you like, you know what? Dang, my bad. Okay, God is real. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, whatever the case is, just make sure your heart is right. We're not, being Christians, we're not supposed to wish evil on people because of how they treated us. No, our prayers should always be that they will be saved. Our prayer is just so that they will know God for who he is, right? That's it. God doesn't want you rejoicing like, ah, that's what you get. Ah, like, uh uh-uh. Because if your heart's like that, then you may also be hindering hindering, um, the process yourself, okay? Yeah, girl is winded. I got this waist trainer on right now, so it's hard to breathe sometimes, you know. But um, trying to get cute, trying to get everything right. (laughs) So um, that's all I have to say. I love you guys so much. I'm so sorry for being gone for so long too. Again, I'm gonna try not to be gone um for too long. I'm I'm about to make a YouTube video too for a nugget and it was about repentance is coming god gave me a vision about um repentance so i'm gonna do that so i just recommend if you are a subscriber to this podcast also subscribe to my youtube channel um it is called or my name my youtube name is brianna bell is how my name is spelled b-r-e-y-o-n-i-a bell b-e-l-a L-E, I believe. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I should just... I'll probably just put it in the description box. But anyway, I love you, family. I miss you guys so much. And I just pray that you guys are all the way good. Um, I'm actually going to um, do a prayer about this word, too, following. Um, 
this podcast. So you guys be blessed, be encouraged. God has you. He saw you. He knows you are the right one. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. The enemy wants you to feel like you can't. But understand the enemy's already been defeated. Okay? He's already been defeated. Everything you're experiencing, understand this is going to grow you. Okay? This is going to strengthen you. All right? This is going to increase your anointing. Nothing God does or allows us for nothing. Nothing. That's just not the God we use. He uses everything. What is that scripture? God takes, God makes beauty for ashes. Stuff that's burnt, done. You know, when you burn something, it's just done. And God still makes something beautiful out of that. Okay? That's all I got to say. I love you guys and I will talk to you soon. Bye.